Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening and welcome to the Fatback Four on the LFC Day Trippers. I'm your host tonight, Keith, joined by the usual boys, Emma and Shawnee. And we've no Gav today because he decided to get over to Anfield today and watch Liverpool absolutely humble Manchester United 7-0. We're going to talk about all that happened in the game and all the the stuff that happened around it as well, which was uh, quite entertaining as well today. But Shawnee, I'll come to you. How are you feeling after that? How It's good to be on here without being too great and miserable, isn't it? Gorgeous. Been smoking on that Eric Tan Hag pack there now for the last while. Should I say Eric Seven Hag? Since, uh, <laughs> since about uh, about half six, me missus was literally going, How many different reactions can you watch to this? I says, You fucking watch me. I'll be up here all night doing this. Challenge I have all day. But um, now, um, Buzz and Keith, um, three points for a win. If I'm gonna be grounded, but uh considering how results went yesterday, just being like just taking the big fanfare out of it, who we beat today, the significance of the three points was Spores and Newcastle both dropped points yesterday and they leave the door open for us. And it was always gonna to be tough, you know, like it, it was always going to be a di- well it should have been, but you know, it even even when we've been at it, we've we've struggled. With United, mainly in Old Trafford, we've normally dispatched of them handily enough in Anfield, but they were coming to Anfield as the favourites in many's eyes, and we absolutely fucking battered them. And I had a feeling it was coming today because um, I'd actually been watching United for the last few weeks, and Sioness is getting lashed from all. Um, but he's right; they have gotten away with it. They, they. They could have been easily two or three nil down against Leicester, and I think a tiltless Newcastle in the first half and Leeds, them the, Leeds, and Leeds yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, 
looking at um looking at his situation now it's it's a lot better than it was two or three weeks ago um still results to be gotten all that and we've a tough run coming up but um look we're gonna get into the giddy stuff now in a bit but um fucking brilliant it it, it it's like uh, it's part of me french anyone who has been a long time listener or watching this show will know just how much i hate these cunts i have a deep born and hatred for these cunts it, it i would say that it's probably unhealthy if i'm being completely honest being an adult that i am now i'd say it's unhealthy and i sat in the local last week and listened to a load of pricks in dublin from dublin singing in manchester in accent ripping off songs that we've made like yeah nights it's yeah nights it's and i was going absolute fucking hits i really hope these don't return but i actually have no no quarrels about direction that club are going because if Bruno Fernandez is your captain yeah. and that's the answer, I really, really don't want to know what the fucking question is because they folded like fucking cheap suits today and I'm sure we'll get on to and I'm going to stop now and give someone else a chance to talk because this is what it's all about. But Gla- Glazer's in, FSG in, Gagbo in, Nunez in, fucking Kelly Cates in, Kelly Cates in, Dalek Leach in, Bring Fergie in and I'll give him a pat on the head. Fucking Martin Tyler out. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Fucking brilliant. It's, it's absolutely cathartic. Cathartic. Yeah. And we should have we should have left you wait until half ten to start tonight. Yeah. Let you you. Don't be giving out about us being fucking late. Dude, when right. this is what you get, this is the content you're getting, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just accept it. it. Might be a little bit late. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Emma, even goal until it's seven now. There you go. <laughs> Emma, how are you feeling after that? Yeah, un- unbelievable. I-, I had a feeling we were going to get a result. I think myself and yourself said last week that we get six points from the Wolves and United yeah. M, and some people scoffed at us, but I did have a feeling that we were going to turn them over. I thought it might be a, a, a tight 2-1 or 3-2 or something like that, but nothing like that. And, like, we're all old enough. We're, me, myself and myself are older than Shawnee. Yeah enjoy this and give them as much fucking stick as you possibly can because this is unlikely to ever happen again i know we probably said that uh, for, with the five nil and the four nil we've done that before there's been those guys but seven nil doesn't happen all that often and we were worth every single one and possibly more of them i have as deep-rooted hatred for the united as shawnee does when getting all fucking season united are on the rise liverpool are on decline and I, I literally have blisters on my thumbs from typing to fuckers. <laughs> and, and, you know what? I was, I, I have to say, and I don't know whether you're the same, Shawnee, but by the sounds of you, you're not. When we were flying and when we were winning things, I was guilty of not giving them a knock out enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. am going to fuck down on this. Yeah. Because, they- like, like Shawnee said, and we've said on this, Leeds, if Leeds had someone that could stick the ball in the back of the net. They would have been two or three up before halftime. Leicester as well, and even Newcastle in that final last week. This has been coming for United, and I've said it to United fans, and like, yeah, no, no, it's game control. That's what you have a goalkeeper for, and all that kind of stuff. This was coming, and I'm just fucking delighted it was us that got to put them back into that box. 
Yeah, it's always good. I was on a, a United podcast yesterday, uh, a chap Keen Frain, he's been on here before, he's a nice fella, Keen. does a lot of um, content, and, and another lad, Omron Callum, um, a Manchester-based lad, and we are just talking, I know he brought up that I felt that United weren't playing well, and I got lashed out of it, and I'm saying, oh, they're playing great stuff, they're playing great stuff in that chat and all, and, and it was genuinely like, I just touched on Leeds, Leicester games, when they weren't great. But they got a goal and then they stood on the throat the teams and they followed up one goal with two goals or three goals and i felt that was how they were getting their their results now that's not to say they're not playing well they are playing well they're better than what they were ten hag is a good coach their players are good players but some of the things that were saying you know was um these players casemiro and Varane, they won't crumble at an anfield atmosphere they've seen it all done it all and look They've got players, they've won everything, you can't argue with that, but some of the best players in the world have come out and said that the Anfield atmosphere hits a bit different, so I always felt the crowd were going to be pivotal today, and it turned out that, you know, they, they gave it to them, and the United, we, we'll touch on, we'll come to the game in a few minutes and all that, but apart from Liverpool being brilliant, I thought some of the United players were disgraceful, we'll, we'll hit on them in a while, Bruno Fernandes just mentioned there, um, they just gave up, and if you're a team that's looking to challenge for the title, you cannot go to a rival and get beaten 7 0. We got beaten by Villa. What was that? 7 2. 8 2, wasn't it? 8 was something like that. And I always mm. said that was a, an anomaly because Villa weren't a challenger. That was like Liverpool were just ridiculously bad that night. If you go and get undressed by a rival, your biggest rival like that, then it's a lot more in it. And I think the, the United fans are probably a little bit guilty of running before they can walk. But look, it's, you know what I mean? It, these things happen. But I think it was a humbler for them today. But will the lineups come out, lads? Right? So the team news comes in. What did you make, Sean? What did you make of the, the starting eleven? Any concerns? Are we happy enough for it? Keith, I'm gonna be completely honest and I'm gonna hold my hand up. And I've said this on shows down boy, and I've said it in WhatsApp groups. And you know, like you get comments in here, people are quick to point out shit you get wrong. Well, look. I'm some gobshite talking about football on the internet. I get it wrong more often yeah, exactly. than I could probably get it right if I'm being honest. But um, I seen the lineup today and I said, Harvey Elliott. But you say that. Yeah. And I was worried, Keith, because yeah. I've been one of them. Now, I really like Harvey Elliott as a player. I do yeah. think he's talented. I just, I'm not sure what his best position is. All right. That's. That's probably my lack, as the kids would say, ball knowledge. Like that's probably my lack of ball knowledge in that. In that, but I've struggled to see exactly what he gives us in, in a midfield three, and I felt like today was the perfect, the perfect um, example of what he gives us. He was always free. He walked his bollocks off. He was just he was dis- disrupting them, and. Um, he was popping up all over the place and he was causing havoc. I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. Um, he was the best player on the pitch who didn't score a goal, in my, in my opinion. So when I won't like it. When I did see Elliot in the team, I was like, oh, fuck, I probably would have played uh, Bacetic and went with the two boys. But that's his best his best game in, in, a, in a midfield for Liverpool. Um, I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. Um, there was a couple of sloppy passes, but you need to remember he is a kid. He's gonna, he's gonna make these mistakes. So when I seen the lineup, um, I was concerned about that because 
although, like yourself, I haven't been overly convinced by United this year. I think one thing they've done really well is control games in midfield with um, Bruno, Fred and Casemiro. Casemiro. I think um, that's quite, that's been a real feature of that play. But I thought he was absolutely brilliant today and he deserves huge, huge credit. Um, he played with maturity as well. Uh, I thought even in the second half, his decision-making was brilliant. So... Um, Today we got like you could see like I watched that game today and I go all right now I understand what club sees and, and, and what he brings to us. Is he gonna be the player for every game? No, but look, listen, if you can play at home in in a derby as big as this game, then yeah, you're going you're going to be okay. So, um, Harvey Elliott looking at that game today was a surprising the lineup and thankfully after ninety minutes it turned out to be a pleasant surprise and I'm. I'm very, very happy to be wrong on that one. Um, yeah, that, other than that, I thought it was fairly uh, straightforward. Yeah. Uh, Emma, what about yourself? Similar yeah, opinion? I mean, the exact same. The only the only surprise I thought was was Elliot for uh, Bacetic. But, and then from talking to people, it was like, um, like Bacetic is very kind of defensively minded. Fabinho is probably defensively minded. Henderson's defensively it would, would it have been too negative to have the to, to trade them and was Elliot brought in to kind of have a little bit of creativity? Yeah. I think maybe why Elliot works in that team today is because Kanate is at the back with Van Dijk and can cover Trent a little bit more. I'm not saying that uh, Elliot didn't cover Trent, but he wouldn't cover him as well as a a, a younger Henderson would or, or even a Fabinho would or whatever, a genie in the past. Um, and that's why I think it probably worked today. Um, I thought I agree with Shawnee. Elliot's probably the best play. Him, him, and maybe look, they were all fucking excellent. But I think him and Robbo are probably and Robbo should have scored. Robbie, Robbo should have double figures every fucking season if he could actually shoot. Like, um, but um, yeah, he was excellent. Yes, he gave the ball away a couple of times. That happens. It's a football pitch. People intercept footballs. But the main thing was is that the hunger and the passion to try and go and win it back, and not only from him. And it's something that we've probably lacked a little bit this this year is willingness to to get stuck in and buzzing around we look like liverpool loves not even last year uh the, the, we look like the best club side he's had from the time we won the league the year we won the league where everybody just was buzzing around trying to get the ball back you know he didn't know what the fuck to do they, they, they were getting tackled by six and seven people at a time and that was just unbelievable to see that intensity okay we might not be able to keep it up for long periods of time with the with the personnel that we have now, but to see that back and look, I know we're going to talk about it later. Make no mistake, Liverpool were excellent today. It had nothing to do with United being shit. Liverpool were unbelievable today, and they got exactly what they deserved. Yeah, I agree, and I agree about the Elliot thing. I think oh, I know sort of what Sean he was saying about Elliot wasn't never that he wasn't good enough just that where do you see him playing because when you're playing on the right side of that midfield you do have to look at what Trent is doing and you have to be able to cover and do that work for him it's just a, the, the way it's always been with Hendo there but what I find and I suppose if you're looking it was the one surprise for me was that Harvey started instead of Bacetic the thing about Bacetic as well as Harvey is they tried to play forward do you know what I mean they do try to play forward they're only young lads 
but they don't go for the safe option. And I just think Harvey maybe got that nod just to get in behind them a little bit further up the pitch. I think it was a massive stroke because I agree with Sean. I think he was fucking excellent today. I thought he was he was getting on the ball, he was looking for the ball constantly and trying to play killer passes. Now, not killer passes that was always to the detriment of the team. He was trying to put dangerous balls into areas that could get Mo and could get the other lads on too and turn United around, which was really turned out to be a master stroke. But um yeah, it was a it was a strange one, all right, the the decision to go there. But like everyone, I think we're all pleasantly surprised with that. Uh John O'Day, Canada's played twice against United scoreline 12 0. Yeah, Canada Canada is just an absolute beast of a player. He is he's a player that he, he well, Virgil always gave confidence to the, the rest of the defence and the midfield in front of him. I think Canade is getting to a stage now where he's coming in and you're like, right, he has the pace, he has the power, he has the confidence, which none of the other centre-backs have at the moment, have that mixture of all of them. And I think you've seen today, he's not afraid to get stuck in, he's not afraid to, to go in and battle with them, but it, I thought it was important having him there. As Emmett said, just to, to give that little bit of stability there, to give that little bit of cover to Trent. And it worked out great. I, I, look, we all seen the, the commentary stuff and talking about, you know, United were the better in the first half. We disagreed with that. I thought he had a couple of chances on the break. I thought Anthony for them was just cutting in and shooting, which was accounting for some of their shots on target. But as the game gets underway, we're in there, Liverpool start bright, you know, and then you know you'd have a couple of counters. How did you see it going? Emma, will stay with you on this one. How did you see the game panning out after the first, let's say, 10 15? Were you confident that at that stage, or did you think Liverpool needed to up the end? Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that we've spoken about before that we we kind of nearly dominated the game without necessarily creating an awful lot of chances. Um, and the, you had that kind of fear whereas are we going to dominate here and make nothing of it and are they going to sneak up the other end slimy bastards and get a goal like yeah. um and and coming towards half time that looked like what what is what could have happened um but um now i thought we were in control um they get back into the game look this whole the hay and not taking kick outs and how like trying like they're playing newcastle school of football and i'm fucking yeah. delighted we hopped off them with them doing that and that's what they planned on coming and doing to us what we nearly ended up doing to them playing them on the counter-attack and absolutely smashing them um but now i I didn't have any kind of fears maybe one or two that was kind of like doubts creeping in towards the end of the first half when they were getting their chances um but overall in the first 15 20 minutes i thought we were excellent i I think they probably only came into it about 30 35 minutes maybe last 10 15 minutes of the, the first half but uh, no, I thought we were comfortable enough in the first half. Yeah, Shawnee, I mean, Casemiro gets a goal header, miles offside. Miles you off. know what I mean? Fucking miles offside. But I think this was leading in, and that was there with nothing. And I think the, the, when you listen to certain commentary things, you get a different feel to the game. Did you feel that Liverpool were comfortable in that first half, or were you worried that you know you were going to sneak on? Look, United carry a threat that's there's quality in that team and Rashford has been unplayable at, at this time. Look, it would be you can't not say it, you know what I mean? Rashford has carried them massively this year. He's been he's been really good. And I think fucking Ten Hag got a, po- a dose of the peps today by playing them through the minute in the middle, I think yeah. it, it completely shunted his game. And um, he put him one on one up against uh Kanate and Virgil. Which was a shock to me, considering how well Rashford has done against Trent on that side in the past. Not to get at Trent, but like 
even going in at one 0 at half time, I felt they were still in the game. But I felt like a slight frustration because I think there was moment, there was moments of quality in the first half. But I was thinking like if we just toyed you, and it proved to be true. I was thinking to myself, I said it to me brother Paddy in, in a WhatsApp group. I was like, if we just tighten up here a little bit and show a little bit more quality, these are there to be gotten at. If I just a little bit clean, a little bit more decisive in the final third, I think that there to be gotten at. And, and it proved to be true. Um, this narrative that the goal was against the run of play is fucking mad. I think we were massively on top. Yeah. Uh, a feature of our play that's back, that hasn't been for a long time, is winning the ball up high again. You know, and not only Thiago being the, the midfield player willing to take the risk and play the ball through the lines, you know, like something for being like Fabinho looked way more like himself the last couple of games. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we look much better as a unit when he's on it. And Fabinho, the main worry with him was his legs, but like, he doesn't have to worry about his legs if he uses his in-game intelligence. And I thought he read the game brilliantly today. He was mopping up and he was his passing was excellent. Um, but I didn't buy into the narrative that Sky were trying to push after the game, that United were in the ascendancy in the first half. So I was a lot of bollocks. Like, the, a, a big thing about, about against Liverpool is the high line and chances that we give away. But look, fucking 90% of them are offside. You know what I mean? It's not cagey. That's well organised. And I think the back four, back five, have looked more like themselves um, in recent weeks. And that's like, it's no, it's no coincidence that we're starting to see the same 11 week in, week out. Uh, we really starting to look like ourselves again, Keith, which is a relief because I wasn't sure not that we'd never be back, because I don't think that ever crossed my mind. I, I was only saying a couple of weeks ago that top four is still on when you're chasing the likes of uh, Spurs and, uh, and Newcastle. But the 20 minutes against Madrid and then the second half today showed that these players still have it. And then we've seen what looks to be the next phase of Liverpool with. You can see there's a bit of an understanding between the front three now. Yeah. Gakpo. Nunez and Salah. And, and Mo being massively creative and Mo being unpredictable and players trusting each other's movements and and Robbo and Trent pushing up. All the characteristics are there from the Liverpool team that made it such a fucking difficult team to play against. And I think there was an air of arrogance from United coming out. I, I, seen, I love Roy Kane. I, I know a lot of people don't. And I listen... I take most of what he says with, with weight because he'd been there and he'd done it. And he made a good point. He said there was United players coming out of the tunnel at one nil down at half time and they were having a joke and a laugh for each other. But there was no fucking joke or laugh because we were on them again as soon as the second half kicked off. So, look, it's green shoots everywhere. I even thought there was green shoots in the early stages of the Madrid game. And I was hoping it wouldn't be disheartened by what happened in the second half. But it's clear we haven't. You know, we, we've looked a lot better. It's Like I said, it's only three points for a win. But we look way more like ourselves now. And we've put ourselves into a, a fucking great position. Despite the, the torgid first half of the season that we've had, 
a lot of players are coming back now. And we, look, we're not too far away from seeing Luis Diaz back in the fall. And you'll have Thiago, who will probably be looking at himself thinking, I'm going to have to play me, out, play me way back into this team. So it, it, it's it's not all rosy in the garden, but it definitely looks better. And, and we're starting to really see, like, we'll, we'll get on to Bobby, but we're starting to really see what... Uh, Cody Gakko can bring to this team. He, he fucking he impressed me so much today, lads. Um, the force goal is everything about it is is absolutely fucking. It, it's magic. I don't know whether we're going to go into them in details. I know. Uh, let's go into it. Go for it. Can I, can I just can I just say what just what a performance like today? Yes, it's only three points. Shawnee's right. However, we've been kind of nearly seen as an easy touch this season. Where correct teams are going to come out. And let, we'll put them under a bit of pressure. We'll have a go at them. What team's going to want to come out and have a go at us now if we're at the sticking seven by the Mercurial Manchester United? Like, do you know what I mean? So it's going to create that little bit of doubt in other teams now as well. As well, hang on a second. We don't want to be getting stuff like that. So kind of not an air of not. It's not going to give us back our air of in, invincibility because I think we did have one of those before. But like it, it's moving us back towards that where teams can't just go now and have a go. They need to be extremely careful, especially with, and I agree with Shawnee, it was like watching Salah, Mane and Firmino at times today with that front three. And even, I have to say, Elliot joining in as well. It was unbelievable, just the link the link of play. It was nearly telepathic. Some of the, some of the passes were unbelievable. The little one-twos at the edge of the box. We haven't seen that all season. Do you know what I mean? We've been kind of going, we've been relying on Trent swinging balls in or Robo swinging balls in. Now we're actually kind of playing one twos around. Like it was intricate passing. It was unbelievable to watch. Yeah. Um, and Shawnee, as we were saying, the first goal, it comes. Uh, it's an excellent goal around, isn't it? Do, do you know what it reminded me of? Like one of my favorite players ever, it, it was Nicholas Anelke. Yeah. Uh, and Anelke was explosive over five yards. Like he, he, he just it'd be one touch and he's in space. But the force touch is unbelievable. But he wraps the ball into the top the bottom corner. Like yeah. he hits it with pace. And you can tell now he's really, really playing with confidence. It his touch is great. He 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 moves, he covers ground great with the ball. He protects the ball really well. Um I can and you can see sort of the little understanding of with him and Darwin, Darwin, where he's Darwin's pulling into space and allowing Gakbo to move into there, and they know it's kind of it's becoming like sort of symbiotic. Like even the fourth goal we get against Madrid, Salah knows Nunes is going to be in there, yeah. you know, and, and that's not something that we've had. Don't get me wrong, like it's a change in the regard. Mane, Salah, and Firmino. I highly doubt that the three boys will go on to be as prolific as them. But that's not a stick to beat them with. It's yeah. just those lads were on another level. But this is something different. Um, the, there's more of a physical presence about them. Um, yeah. The force goal, though, it, it's it's fucking... It's, the force touch is unbelievable. He completely... He takes Ferran out of the game yeah. with that touch. And then the finish, because he still has a bit to do, he wraps it into the bottom corner. And, and it was brilliant. And you know what? United fans, I know a couple who were mad to get him at United and were saying that he was a big player. Now, I wasn't sure about Gakpo when we signed him um, because 
if I'm being honest, I hadn't seen enough of him. But to be honest with you, of late, I've been really impressed with what I've seen. He, he's very, very, he's very young. He's very raw. He has a lot of talent, but I think um, he has intelligence. I think he plays with intelligence. And he will continue to get better. And the thing is, it's great to have players like that where he doesn't, he probably feel doesn't, he probably doesn't feel the need where he, he doesn't need to score every game because you have a Mo coming back into form and a Nunes who has been, I won't say patchy, I think Darwin has been very good. I think today was we've seen the best of him um, in the second half. But he's not under massive pressure to perform now because you're bringing, you've, you've jotted and you've Bobby to come into the foul now. So we have options, but it's great that this lad is coming in and he's, He's making himself undroppable, you know. He's becoming a real thorn in the sweat. And he and the, the best thing about him is he's, he's he's so unpredictable. Nobody knows what he's gonna do. He can he's it's fact I don't is he is he I don't I couldn't tell you boys is he right or left footed? He's right footed. Yeah, yeah, because he, right he he looks he looks comfortable to go on either side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so. Like I said, more green shoots. Like I think we're probably we're, we're underpinning this because we absolutely smashed the knacker off them cunts today. Like I think I we did we we absolutely fucking battered them. Like whatever anyone says, and a lot, a lot of people in the chat there said Darwin chaos. I love that narrative, but I think it's actually I, I think it takes a I think it is a disservice for him because Darwin is so fucking clever as well. The runs to the front post, the space he makes. And again, Darwin is young. They're going to grow. And this this front tree will grow and mature all the better. And once we're in a position to service these lads up top with what they need behind, like we're going to be on for another fucking, another brilliant journey with this club under this manager. Because that's what it's all about. Like, like, like Emma said there, I probably didn't give it to the cunts enough. This little six-month lull will make sure that will never happen again. Yeah. No matter what happens, you will you will enjoy the next run of this team more than the last one. And then the next one after that, because that's that's the way it is. Football is cyclical. But I tell you fucking now, and I swear in my life, this team and this club under Jürgen Klopp are fucking far from finished. And today was a statement to say that these players that we brought in who have you've all heavily scrutinised. You're fucking coming up with your stupid names on Twitter or whatever you do and pulling up your stupid stats and your metrics to try put Nunes down or whatever. It doesn't matter what... The outside noise doesn't matter because they all fucking believe in themselves. And, and that was more evident than ever today. That No matter what, there's no divides in our dressing room, no matter how bad it's got. They're all still fucking very much in this together. And we're right back in it now in terms of not top four. We're seven points off them cunts. And he, Love it. He, he, yes. we should be we should be going after them. We should yes, be on them. 100 percent should. Yeah. There's, there's games where we've dropped points. Wolves, Brighton, yeah, I get it. It's fucking happened. Palace wasn't great, but we've went to Palace when we were brilliant and struggled. It, that'll be the difference. But we should be looking at them. And, and, and I, I swear on me, like I tell you now, Klopp knows himself that they're gettable, that they're all gettable. Because Newcastle haven't won a fucking game in about six months and Spurs are all over the place. 
Conte, yeah, Spurs are all over the place, and United will wobble. And if we get, if we have a decent return out of our next four games, I think we'll finish third. I, I genuinely believe that because the next four games in the league are all really tough. And if we get nine or ten points out of, I think we're putting ourselves in a fucking great position to go and have a really, really, really good go at this for the run in because. The, are you accepting mediocrity if you only want to be fourth? No, but you take each season as it comes and each game as it comes. And the position we're in now and the way it probably fell shortly after Christmas, there's something now to look forward to. Like, you're not dreading Liverpool games now. I, I, I know some of you as well. There's games when I was, but the team showed today that they still have a little bit of fucking bollocks and a little bit of steel. And it goes a long way. So, just enjoy the ride because I think it's going to really fucking, it's really going to hot, hot up now. Yeah. Good stuff. Right, so before we move on, we've 498 watching and we've got 140 likes. If you're watching and you like the show, just give it a little thumbs up there. It helps us, it helps the show, it helps us put these shows out as much as we can. Um, so look, it's not asking for much, just bang a little like there. If you want 7 nil, if you can, hit the like button after that. You know, happy days. But um Emmy, I'll let you take the the start of the second half. So Sean is right. We go in there, we're on top. It's a great time to score. In fact, just before and just after half time are great times to score goals. And within the three or four minutes spell either side of it, we're we're training up and we've just sucked the life out of them. But what did you make of the start of the second half? Yeah, uh, excellent. I I was sitting there at half time. And I was thinking to myself, I'd love us now to come out because then we get the second one real quick after the break against Newcastle. I said, I'd love to come out now and st- stick one on them early. And that's ex- that's exactly what happened. And as soon as that, they shit the bed big time. Um, um, I'm trying to even remember what was the fucking second goal now. It was uh, the second one was Nunes header, header yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember build up player at there's too many fucking goals. That's the problem. Um, but um, yeah, it's just they would have been coming out with a little bit of swagger. Like we've come back from being down, or we've come back from being behind the games and whatever. Um, and to, to hit them and stick it to them that early was an absolute sucker punch for them. Um, and then to go and get another one, not not too long after it was even even better. Um, but we just came out. We mentioned people mentioned chaos about Nunes. I think it's organized chaos because all through today you didn't know who the fuck was going to pop up where Nunes popped up on the right wing at one stage, um, and that's how we were back in 17 and 18. It was you didn't know where Mane or where uh Firmino or where Salah was going to pop up, it was just organized chaos, is what you could call it. But um, yeah, it was vital that we got that goal to to uh. To kind of like you said earlier on, put the foot on the throat. Um, and we've kind of been guilty probably earlier on in the season where we've been really good in the first half and then kind of die off a little bit in the second half. So for them to come out and go at them so early was was excellent and refreshing, really. So yeah, great to see. Um the third goal then, uh third goal was a beautiful the oh, third goal was was amazing. So that's Gakbo second. And um the breakaway, you know, it, it was we're seeing more glimpses of this recently. I think we were Liverpool are defending corners and they're breaking quick, they're breaking a pace and, and they're getting great goals from it. But 
Um, Sean, you'll come back to you on this because I know you're an artisan of the good, good old football. Mo Salah's um, role in this goal was unbelievably good, wasn't it? Yeah, the butcher. Huh? Yeah. The butcher. Huh? <laughs> he went to butchers. <laughs> butcher. Fucking Francie Brady. Absolute <laughs> shy hawk. <laughs> You know, just another bleeding wind and pissed at like Martinez fella. For, and I swear to God, the shit that's been perpetuated about this fella, honest to God, he's like a fucking, he's a point size Robert Hoot. He puts his head in front of everything and jumps on everything. Honest to God, Mao made an absolute fucking sausage out of him. That's, that's the term I'd use because yeah. the butcher got rolled up today. <laughs> Absolutely finished him. Um, but Mao, like Mao driving. A fullbacks again, yeah. It, like the facet of our play that we've really seen, but Mo getting our fullbacks and not not when he's gonna go the little touch and then it's two touch and then it's oh, I'm gonna go inside and then the other one takes you that way and he kind of thinks he's recovered, but by the time he thinks he's recovered, he's on his arse. And then the pass and the finish, it's like Mo from the year 1920 passed it to Mo in 1819 because 1920 he was he created a lot and he got. But the finish from Gakpo was Mo. Yeah. The, that's a Mo finish. The, the the range he's at, where he is, and he just lips it over the keeper into the side net. It's absolutely fucking brilliant um, from start to finish. And, like, again, got even touching on the second goal real quick. Fabinho wins the ball about three times in 20 seconds. Yeah. You know? So it, it's facets of our play that we haven't been seeing, but are slowly coming back, but like we are going to Mouse. I know the next goal, the next goal is fought the fourth, but Mouse for today, yeah, yeah. Like, go oh, it got a bit heated, it got a bit animated here a few weeks ago, and people are digging them out. And I, I tend not to, I like, I respect everyone's opinion, like. Even if I don't agree with it, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll call it. I do, I do. Like I don't, I, I don't like the idea of Mal getting called out. I'll always be defensive of him because I think when he is finished, he will only then get the praise that he truly deserves as a Liverpool player. I think there's been so many great players in this team, but he it's a crowning moment for him today. He's becomes our all-time top scorer in the Premier League. He's our all-time top scorer in the Champions League, and I thought he looked way fucking more like himself today. And um, he's he's becoming something that maybe was kind of thrown at him in the past, and you could agree with. He's becoming a bit of a leader in this team, more of a leader, I feel. And um, and he's kind of taking the boy to scruff of the neck. Um. So yeah, I I was delighted by him today. Uh, he gets his crown a moment. He could have had four or five, I think. But I, I genuinely believe if Mo Salah is in form and stays fit between now and May, well, we're back, we're back in Europe in the Champions League next year because on form, he, he's as good as any of them in the league. And I mean that. I genuinely mean that. Like, yeah. even his numbers aren't really even letting him down this year because the narrative behind him is that he struggled. And for his, like, lofty standards, you could agree, but... He's still yeah, scoring. His, his, his worst season for goals was the season we won the league. Yeah, and he still got 24, 23, didn't he? Um, he's brilliant. Mao is a fucking 
they're all all the lads who won all the trophies are all legends but Mao Mao was a special place in my heart and he fights and he cares uh, and it's probably something that probably would have been leveled at had he not signed the contract and when he wasn't wasn't looking like he was signing a contract but Mao always fucking turns up in this fixture and he yeah, loves he scoring against one. them and for that reason I fucking love him yeah it, 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 I, he was fucking he was brilliant today He's, he was absolutely fantastic the, the front three were all brilliant but Mao was Mao and the, he's shown the pace is not gone and the sharpness is still there we just need to keep him happy because when Mao was firing I think the rest will look after itself because they didn't know what to fucking do today. They hadn't got a, they hadn't got a nose one. Yeah, man, Martinez, or the butcher I've been eating, did a flag up at Old Trafford the other night, I think, saying he's coming for the cop or something. Will you give me a fucking break? Give me a break. Absolute shy hawk. The four car was great as well. Mal volleys in off the bar 100 yeah, miles. Roy Peg, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Just, just on Martinez, what I didn't like in the first half, and I, we hadn't scored at that stage, was where himself and Nunes clashed in the box. And Nunes went over to shake his hand and all like that. And literally two minutes later, his elbow and Salah in the jaw. And I'm fucking roaring at the, the telly saying, like, why are we being fucking nice to these? Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just that, don't yeah. get that. Do you know what I mean? We, we need to get back to where Robbo was fucking taking the head off Messi and that's that's the way yeah. we need to be. Like, do you know what I mean? None of this fucking noisy, noisy. high fives and all great tackle, whatever. Just fucking mill into them. And, yeah. and when Salah went around them and literally the picture, the still, Paddy Power have had it up. It's, it's up everywhere. He's literally looks like he's running in the opposite direction. One of them says he's off back to Ajax and whatever. It's just, he absolutely made fucking mint meat of him today yeah and it was excellent and look 120 i agree with shani 129 goals like in 60 less games than robbie fowler and like yeah, robbie fowler of- will be high up on a lot of people's favorite ever liverpool player or one of liverpool's best ever goal scorers to, to hit the numbers that salah has hit in 60 odd games less than god like god he's referred to as god god exactly yeah for a reason I, Salah is a god now, a god, whatever his god is, that's why he is the Liverpool fans' name. He's, he's unbelievable. I feel Johnny Lawson's had a right go on me there for criticizing Mo. No, yeah. no I'm only messing with you. I'm only messing with you. I, I did oh, as well. I think messing. it was on the same no, show. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were <laughs> no, I'm, not, not no, I'm only messing with you. I'm only messing with you, Sean. You're dead right. I'm defensive think... with them all. Like, I'd hate, no. I hate anyone. I yeah, hate saying calling out Virgil or Trent. Yeah. To an extent, I understand with Trent, but like you need to realize what the player's gone through. When you kind of like you see, you see Virgil's interview the other day, and context is important. Like, they're, they're not fucking robots, you know what I mean? And then it, it, it's just like I hate the low hanging fruit kind of shout, Keith. Where oh, Mao signed a contract and he hasn't done a tap since he's got a contract, and, and we're stuck with him now. And, and I'd sell him and, and we're gonna sell him, we're gonna move him on. There's not a fucking chance. The nah. fella lives and braids Liverpool, he loves it. Yeah, it's something like, loves you it. know what I thought was telling, like you hear you had like Henderson uh talk and calling him the king. They all call him the king. Do you know what I mean? Virgil calls him the king. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it Trent that was putting the crown on him after the scars? That tells you what they think of him. And I was only a joke there, Sean. You know, we we can have a disagreement on this and it's it's all 
all the time. But like, once again, like, I'm not going to think you're a fucking idiot if I don't agree with your opinion. It's just different. Paddy Lawson told me what you said about me in the fucking WhatsApp. <laughs> <you're just laughs> only joking. No, uh, but seriously. Just, an, just another thing on Mo as well. How like Paddy, Paddy Lawson's another one. Paddy Lawson has a picture of the blade Darren Nunes on as well that he throws darts at. Oh, I know, yeah. He, he has it all in the gaff. He hates him. Paddy, for anyone yeah. that doesn't know, but that doesn't remember, Paddy Sean, his brother, he done the pods uh, before the YouTube days, and Paddy's a legend. And... Uh, he, he can't get on board with Darwin Nunes at all. No, he's he not. It's not happening for him. At all. It's not he tried it at the Wolves. He was going. I'm trying to get Darwin to send him a Christmas card to try bleeding, try iron it out. You know what I mean? You'll, you'll warm up, but you'll have no choice yeah. because I genuinely. Darwin is going to be fucking rattling in goals yeah, uh, in the near future. Yeah. I love him. He's off the head. And I think it was one of them, Jake Sinister, put in the, in the chat earlier. He said, Have I changed my opinion on him? Uh, yeah, complete. I was so on Nunes after the, the Charity Shield game. I, I was worried about him before that. Keith will tell you. Gav will tell you. But I've always been behind them. Uh, I think it's starting to fall into starting to fall into place now when I'm in terms of his, his output is starting to go up naturally. But the effect he has on games. Um, he's, he's fucking, he's mad as a box of frogs as well. Like, I genuinely thought he was going to lump bleeding the little Michelin man Shaw around. Now, I'm not body shaming, but I am body shaming. Yeah, he should, yeah. He's a fucking, he's a Premier League footballer. He shouldn't look like that. But I honestly thought bleeding, Nunes was going to put him up there. But you could see him all kind of rubbing his head going, yeah. relax down, will you? We, yeah, no, really, we, have, yeah. these, we have these cunts on a rack here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, look, he's a fiery bollocks. I love that. I, yeah. I, again, what Emma said, shaking hands and all, but I don't mind we shaking hands on my yeah, we'll get yeah, we'll get that out. We want a little bit of that in him as well, though, because he's a bit fucking mad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Very quickly, we've a super chat in here from Sean P. Casey, and I think Sean might have been on the Guinness. So I'm assuming this is what he's on about. Forget about the game. We have you got a certification for making the perfect Guinness. I'm assuming that's Guinness. Um, perfect Guinness, boys. What what is what's needed? What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? Once it's is he, is he, is he asking us, do we have or has he got one? I don't know. It sounds like he's after getting one, no? Sean, I've bad news for you, mate. Yeah, you've been absolutely hoodwinked. They give them out to anyone who fills a glass in that fucking storehouse. So I hope that's not where you got it. The last time that Guinness sent one out, yeah, I'm only messing with it. In my opinion, the, the perfect Guinness is black and wet. And, and that's yeah, the main thing. That's it. That's nothing Nothing else really matters. Um, Big creamy head. Yeah. yeah. Stick to well, the glass after you drink it. When it's bad, it's good. When it's when it's good, it's it's great. Yeah, there you go. Emma, have you wanted to add on to that? Any certs in the Guinness no, no, industry? Or no, no, I agree. There's a few being put in there. Matt says the grave diggers. I don't think I think that's probably top of everybody's list. Yeah, Ryan's where we go for a few points. I have to say the Guinness in there is absolutely lovely. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, as long as it's uh, as long as it's creamy, do the tilt test if. Uh, yeah. If it spills over the edge when you do that, ask the barman for a toilet toilet roll. <laughs> it's gonna come out just like that. Yeah. Um, can I just say something on Mao as well in terms of how humble he is? Um, sorry for going back with his one two nine. He was interviewed after the, the game, and she asked. I think uh, sorry, Jess Reeves asked what his favorite goal was of all of the important goals that he scored. The, like excellent goals, the, the goal against City, the goal against Watford, where he beat all of them twice and scored. And he says the last one is his most important one. 
which I thought is just kind of nearly sums him up. You're right, Johnny. He's not a he's not a Billy Big Bollocks like he does it for the team. He does it for the love of playing football. Yeah. I think Henderson said it. He's just an out and out true football. Eats, sleeps, drinks football. Eats, drinks, sleeps Liverpool. Um, so a massive congratulations to him. And did anybody ever think that anybody be Fowler? Probably not. In terms of Premier League goals, he's like I said, he's done it in sixty less games, sixty odd less games. Such a short period of time, you know what I mean? It's it's outrageous what the fella has done consistently from the minute we got him. And I was critical of him, and you know, it was more I felt that he was just hugging that touchline and wasn't getting into games. But I think Sean he said it earlier. Yeah, but it was constructive criticism. You weren't oh, yeah, no, out like no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, the, there's the constructive movement. criticism and there's selling him and he's fucking shy and all that. Yeah, starting to see the movement and. And the attacking did and the goal on Martin, as I thought, was just absolute vintage Mo. You know what I mean? It reminded me of the Man City goal, of the Watford goal when he's twisting and turning and leaving, as you say, the butcher boy is left on toast for that one. But the rest of the so really four goals four to six were just absolute dog shit by United. You know, they they absolutely went to shit. I, I thought they were disgraceful. Be honest, like if mm. I was a United fan after being given all that blade waffle all week, I'd be absolutely hiding back under my stone after that because them players absolutely shit the bed today, and they're not inexperienced players. Do you know what I mean? They're players who've who've been there, done that, the World Cup winners, Champions League winners, the big big players in there. And you saw Martinez got called out. We've we've all had a go at him. Um, Anthony, he's a fuck. We talk about long hanging fruit, and it's Darwin Nunes that is the lowest hanging fruit of the season that everybody got on his back. And I'm not on about Liverpool fancy, I'm not about bleeding accounts, putting jokes about this fella Anthony, he's a hundred million. Do you know what I mean? Like, this fella is my Jarvis with John this year, he's fucking brutal, he's absolutely rubbish. Yeah, and he throws throws his weight about as well, so they love him a little bit, you know what I mean? But again, like, I think one thing. Ten Hag has done semi right since he's gone in. Is well, I don't actually when I when I when I when I look at it like I think they just got Casemiro who was really fucking good. Yeah. But the fucking and he's a terrible sign. Yeah, and like, like I don't get it as well. He's on about two hundred and fifty grand a week, and he chooses to have that haircut and them stupid tattoos. He's yeah. fucking brutal. And he, again, when I saw him start today, I was kind of like, Do you know what? I'd rather be him than Sancho or Garnacho. Players with a little bit of substance. You know what I mean? It's just baffles the mind, but getting on to them, like rags, like that shy bag Bruno wears the arm man for them. Like he's I don't understand why opposition fans hate Robbo because he has a bit of needle and he's a bit of boy, but I've never seen Robbo give up in a Liverpool jersey. Never. Never once. This fella was going down hauling his face after he got a clat in the chest. Then Pajetic uh, comes on and walks around him. And he throws his hands up in the air. And I believe, I don't know how true it is, but I, I, I seen it being said that he was requesting to be taken off. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's that what Gary Larby is saying, spitting his dummy out when he didn't get slipped off. It was yeah, when Alanga came on, wasn't it? Alanga came on for Rashford, was it? And hmm. Look, that's like... That's unforgivable. Yeah. And if if Ten Hag is this fucking uh, authoritarian that the United fans say he is, he won't see the pitch for a few weeks anyway. Yeah. yeah he, and he won't be, be seeing the captain's armband. And he'd be brief. Yeah. He'd be tore out. Imagine that was Ronaldo. 
Like you, you imagine the furore around that about was Ronaldo. Like you said, they completely folded today. Like at least on that soul charity through that Hannibal lad on, he went around kicking people when we were five and look, but they completely folded. Today just showed that United are miles off where they need to be. And I only said it a couple of weeks ago. We have struggled, but I don't think we're mild. You're never as far away as you think you are. And you're only ever a couple of results like today away from showing the mark of the team and where you can be. And I know only a couple of weeks ago what happened to us against Madrid, but it's fucking Madrid. They've done that to everyone in Europe in the last few years. They just they have. They did it to PSG, they did it to City, they did it to Chelsea, and they did it to us. But to see the way they gave up today would set alarm bells off in my head if I was a United fan because I, I, I'm not a celebration. I'm not the celebration police and all, and they won a trophy and all last week. But you need to kind of, if you're being real, look at that run to the to the final. I think they two or three home games against lower division sides. I think they play Crystal us. Um, they play Nottingham Forest to get into a final against Newcastle who haven't been in a final since fucking black and white telly. Yeah. Like, you know, like, since I was born anyway. But even with that, the look, so Dean Henderson yeah. can't play against them for Forrest because he's yeah. alone from them. And it, then in the that, final, he played Newcastle's tour choice keeper who hasn't seen a blade in football probably yeah. since he bollocked We all know about him. So, you know like, what I mean? Kane said that the circus rolls on at United and I have to agree. Um, they, they have a tough game against Betis. Betis will play fuck them anyway though. it doesn't matter about them but we 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 were as good as they were bad today and don't let anyone don't let Ratboy Neville and Sky try and detract from that because that's all exactly he wants to do he was calling Jamie Carragher James today and like I call Gav Gavin when I want to wind him up because I know it, but I shouldn't really I shouldn't really be saying this because I know he's yeah, a under the sport, <laughs> if you call Gav Gavin his head goes a bit fizzy right and he goes don't call me Gavin because obviously only his mars called him Gavin yeah. but he called him um, he calls Carragher yeah. James today and I thought Sooness was brilliant going James was oh, very formal and Sooness asking about the recliner and all I thought it was brilliant he had him on a hook today yeah. he had him on an absolute hook and I think I know Sky deal for business and for clicks, but I think if it was Sky maybe 10 or 15 years ago, I don't think you'd seen Neville and Carragher on, on, on Liverpool or United games because no, they if be. I'm being honest, there was there was like zero analysis after that game today. Yeah. There was zero analysis because it was just all look at this and look at There was no, like, they didn't really look into anything. It was point scoring on both ends and, and Neville going, no. Oh, Oh, enjoy your, enjoy your win, you little, like little kids there. It's like, am I actually listening to this? Like, this is like the same arguments I would make when I was in school when I was 14 or 15. It was painful to watch. It was painful to watch. And I hate that fucker more than yeah. most. But, like, it, it, I'm happy for them to think that they're on the road and they're back because the man United I know and grew up watching and detesting and the reason I hated them is because they won everything. If you know it being back means that they win the odd Carabao Cup. I don't know about you boys, but I'll sign up for that all day. <laughs> because that's that's not the worst. That's not the worst yeah, for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um 
the the before we go on to the last goal, Johnny touched on it there, the, the carrying on out with them. And I think Graeme Sunes had had all the United fans and, and pundits on strings today. So before the game, he comes out and he's saying, you know, I'm confident. I think this is the best time to be playing Manchester United. I think, uh, you know, Liverpool are going to take them here. And Neville and Roy Keane were pissing themselves laughing at him. Laughing, yeah. It, it plays out the way it plays out. And then, as Sean, he said, I'm in the stage, uh, in the studio afterwards. Soon S was just bleeding. He's like bleeding Bobby for me now on the gag and press trying to bleed and get at them, wasn't he? He <laughs> wasn't giving them a minute. Just pushing, pushing, pushing. He got them by the bollocks. Like Neville was just floundering. And Sean, he's right. He's too emotional. Should not be commenting on, certainly on Manchester United, Liverpool games, but yeah, they've given too much power to him and, and Martin Tyler and even Jamie Carragher to an extent that there's no analysis in games. There's no punditry. There's no... You're not learning anything from these fellas, and it's it's moved away from where they were because they, when they started, they were excellent. Gary Neville was quite he was quite um, neutral when it came to Manchester United at the start, but it's creeped in that he's just so bleeding. Like, did you see the the videos, which is obviously content apparently by Sky? Each Liverpool goal and the Sean Carragher and Neville's reaction, yeah, yeah and all that. We don't need to be seeing that show. You know what I mean? Like, it's, nah, it's what we do. Now. I enjoy yeah, it, but what I mean yeah, is, yeah. it be it's part of the pantomime with Sky. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean? they just needed they just needed the picture to be a little bit wider so we could see Tyler as well. Yeah, because that's that's who I really wanted to see. I don't know whether you remember when Carragher had only just started doing co-coms. And Liverpool were playing United and Liverpool scored. And I think Carragher was about to say something. And you see a Neville kind of telling him to, to stop. Yeah. This is going back a few years. Yeah, ago, I remember that, yeah. Um, and uh they've what they've turned into now are they they've literally fan turned zone. into yeah, fan zone and these TikTok lads that like except that paid a hell of a lot more money than these, they just sensationalism clicks. It's like all that all that'll be doing is churned down 30 second clips of that kind of analysis after the game for the next two or three days. And then the next time United play Liverpool, they'll wheel the 30 second clips out again. But whatever about Sunus, like Sunus was berated this week because of Casemiro, what he said about Casemiro. And look, he probably was a little bit silly about what he said, but I mean Casemiro didn't look as world class as everybody said he was this week today. Um, he was I, I don't know whether he got a knock early. I know he was kind of hobbling around. Yeah. But look, maybe was it that the second good, goal that he was scampering, he wins the ball back and then yeah, just yeah, loses yeah. it and falls on his face. And he was just, you know, if that was one of our lads, we'd be bleeding on the muck about it. You know what I mean? But he, he just didn't look assured at all. But I mean. Even with Sunas before the game, to say like to come out and like it's not something that you see somebody saying on Sky. We'll say it. I'm a little bit confident yeah. about today or whatever. But to say it on national television in front of millions of people, even Carragher kind of went mm, like yeah. couldn't believe he said <laughs> it. Two of them, yeah. the, two, the two boys kind of sniggering like uh, over in the corner because they think United are back. I was like, I was happy for me. I was happy for all Liverpool fans. I was happy for the team, club, everybody. But then I can't, when you're kind of digesting, you're kind of thinking, I'm even more happy for Sealers because he goes to the studio with those two fuckers that were sniggering about it before the game. But look, it wasn't even Sealers or Carragher today that got the best of uh, Neville and, uh, and Keane. And we said it before we came on, a few people have said it. Kelly Cates, I still call her Kelly Tagish. Yeah. Sounds better. She absolutely rinsed them right at the end of the programme. <laughs> 
And if you haven't got to see it, go and watch it. I've got the game. I'm going to go down and watch the whole show, all three and a half hours of it again <laughs> from start to finish after this. But she absolutely rinsed them with Neville kind of making out that Liverpool hadn't actually played that great today. Yeah. And I just thought that that was the cherry on top for the end of the programme. Yeah. Imagine coming out after 7-0 defeat and saying that the team didn't play that good. You know, oh, right? He was haunting bad, lads. He was haunting yeah. bad. And you know what the, the best part is? You can see the difference between the type of person that Roy Keane is and Neville. Neville kept reciting the one thing throughout the whole. And I don't know where you heard him. He just kept saying, you have to take your medicine. You have to get on with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, oh, we I was never beaten 7-0 because not that we wouldn't allow it, we just wouldn't give up. But again, I don't know, maybe Kane feels emotionally detached from United from the way he left. I know there's quite a bit of resentment there towards Ferguson. Obviously, there's respect in a way, but like Neville is Neville is a grown man who is a very, very successful businessman. A lot of people might not know. He owns fucking an awful lot of real estate around Manchester. He runs a lot of companies. So you would expect that there's some sort of level of emotional intelligence there. How he wasn't taking the lead from Kane today and just fucking taking his medicine instead of biting. And I agree with Emma completely. Kelly Cates said someone for a volley. But if you actually look at the look back at the video, Carragher is going to respond and then they cut. Yeah. They cut. They, sorry, they cut him off. He's going to respond. You can't just say Neville. Neville. Oh, Neville, Neville. Sorry. Yeah. He's going to respond, and you can see that the two boys are just stabbing and poking at him. Like you go, you go back to Neville as when he's forced out in MNF. He wouldn't say anything unless he was a hundred percent behind the idea of what yeah. he's going to say. And his analysis was brilliant, and I thought he was a fucking excellent pundit when he forced out on MNF. But that's all gone now. He's a mascot. Like, even... I'm not an Arsenal fan, but it drives me absolutely insane the narrative yeah. he has towards Arsenal every other week when he's when he's fucking on his Gary Neville podcast. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to that in the morning because I can't wait to see the show he's going to come out with. No doubt about what the Glazers will be brought up. They'll be talking yeah. about leaking the roofs again in Old Trafford. No. The, the green and gold will be out again. And... You'll have anyone who was pretending they were on the fence between Jim Ratcliffe and Qatar now would be literally pointing east and getting that prayer match out, hoping yeah. that it's fucking a Qatari takeover. Boys, I know that's not like honestly, no, this is the you're right, I'm, 100%. I'm, being, I'm being I'm being serious because 100%. all it's last week we were getting what well, back down uh, well workhorse one down far to go like, get fucked, mate. Get fucked. <laughs> Again, if United being back is them winning the All Carabao Cup, have at them. Well, we absolutely we spanked them today without having to fucking break a sweat and sent them on their way. And I hope we hunt them down now and finish ahead of them because it'll be fucking hilarious that all this fucking praise Eric Ten Hag is getting, which I actually think is he's not the worst bloke. I think he seems likable, but the the narrative around him is fucking crazy. He's walking miracles. Will you do me a favour? He spent quarter of a billion in the summer. Yeah. He, he, he's he's a hundred million pound players on the bench. Like it's fucking ridiculous the narratives around United. Who who like honestly, it, it's it 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 kills me to think what will happen if fucking Qataris take them over. At the same time, they lose that soul. 
But imagine the shy that they're perpetuating pedal to justify the means when yeah. they probably spent the last 10 years lashing City over for doing the same. So again, it's something, it's like, it's all just falling into place for us to go on and do what we do. Like I said, I think the win on I think the win midweek against Wolves was quietly efficient. And now all of a sudden the gaps opened up. And like you could hear like what uh, Emmett said, like I'd love to see that the wider shot. I'd imagine that the original pictures from the gantry had Tyler in them. Yeah. And I'd imagine that there was a level of despair in that focus face as well. Because he is absolutely atrocious at his job. He's brutal at his job. Honest to God. I watched the game today on uh, a legal stream through a VPN. <laughs> don't, you cannot kick me door in. It's like the TV license inspector. They don't really exist. They're, they're, not, they're not real. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But I watched it with Drury today. And he was it's a different gravy, isn't it? Like, it, it's a completely different experience. Yeah. Like, it, you're annoyed you're annoyed listening to Neville and you're annoyed listening to Tyler and the shit they come out with and even I think I think hearing Carragher going Wah! when we score I think that's ridiculous yeah I do I think it's I think it's absolutely bollocks but honestly the difference between Drury and Tyler is night and day Tyler may have had his moments I still think that he piggybacked off Andy Gray big time but I think Andy Gray was a far better fucking commentator that he than he was than he was. But he is just honest to God. Like it's weird he was watching his dogs getting put down seven times today whenever Liverpool scored. And, and uh, one of one of uh, the times Shaw got on the ball, he, he said, and Shaw, who of course won here at his days at Southampton, what's the what the fuck yeah. has that got to do with? Yeah. He he, re- he, re- he refers everything back to a time someone beat fucking Liverpool. Yeah. And, he and talk, we he talk, you mentioned earlier on that we look a little bit like ourselves. There was there was a time where I think it was Anthony was actually about to go through on goal, but he would have been offside anyway. Van Dyke actually steps up. It's like he has eyes in the back of his head. We saw it last year. And he literally just takes a step and Anthony goes offside. And Tyler says something like, um, uh, not really sure whether Van Dyke Van Dyke knew what he was doing there. He didn't know where Anthony he knew exactly where fucking Anthony was. We've seen it several fucking times. Like Hmm. The bitterness is on. It's, it's actually getting unbearable now. It's it's just the, the one today. The, the one today when I watched back, I I seen a lot of people commenting on Reddit about us. Like whenever there was a break, and this was on the soccer uh, thread on Reddit, so it wasn't even the Liverpool thread, so it wasn't biased. And you can see who people follow, and they're like, "Do you notice every time Ant breaks or Ant or is possible?" Like Tyler's like, "I'm Var Var gonna have a look at that." Yeah. Very oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Fabinho, the Fabinho arm into Varane, and they yeah. said, "I'm sure VAR will take a look at that." Never a fucking peep out of the Martinez one into Salah's yeah. junk. Like it, it's yeah. it, it, it's mental and look, that's what we're just gonna have to put up with at the time being. But uh, do you think you mentioned earlier on about um about Ten Hag and like he's obviously a decent manager, but I think he's his authoritarian. Uh, apparently he's an authoritarian. It's going to be put yeah. to the test now with the way yeah, big, Bruno. Big so you said that you might not see him for a few weeks. I don't. I don't think he he takes that Bruno out of the team. Like and then last week when they were running around with their little cup, 
and they had all the Carrington Carrington lads and these things all above our Facebook and whatever, the Carrington boys. All these lads are looking up to him and he's throwing himself around the fucking pit. Like any kids that watch this, I don't know why our parents are then watching this, the language on it is disgraceful. But if you're watching this, please do not be Bruno. Please be do not do not be Bruno. Like there's kid and, and people will say, Well, uh Elliot did it a couple of weeks ago, didn't get hit in the face, he went down holding his face. He's one of those kids. He's only 18 yeah. or 19. Like, do you know what I mean? That's what these kids are watching. You go out and watch any kids team play at a weekend and they're diving. Keith, you're involved in the kids team. Probably not your team doing it, but teams you come up against. Yeah. They're diving. They're going down, rolling around. This is odd. They all learn this from watching. And he's an absolute disgrace. I hate him. I think anybody in the <laughs> Telegram group will know how much I absolutely <laughs> fucking hate like that man. Him, Kane, and the O'Connor brothers from Mayo, all for the exact same reason. All go on as though they're whiter than white, but they're an absolute. Yeah. He's a, he's a disgrace. Hands up in the air, wanting to get subbed off. You're right, Johnny, about the he's the captain of Manchester United. Fans. Yeah, I'd say Keane was like Keane was he was seeding, he was seeding, he was uh, yeah. Now, yeah. say what you want about Jordan Henderson, he's in and out of form and whatever like that. You're right, you've never seen a player give up. Jordan Henderson might have a bad game, but he still captains that side. Yeah, he's a cold chaser. James That's Milner it. as he, well. Yeah, he said, he, exactly. Uh, Bruno is a, was a disgrace today. And anybody that looks up to somebody like that, you're gone down, in my opinion. Yeah, 100%. We, before we finish up, lads, I want to go on. Uh, we don't go. finish up, do we? No, nah, we can keep going. Fuck, I'm not going anywhere. Let's go. Because <laughs> I want to talk about Bobby Firmino. I want to talk about Bobby Firmino. And I know I've said this in the past. My favourite Liverpool player of the club here is Bobby Firmino. Not necessarily saying he's been the best player, but Mo Salah is hopping in goals and all that. But there's a style to Bobby Firmino that I love. And there's a hardness, the hard work, graft, everything about him. He's, he's the perfect role model compared to uh, Bruno Fernandes. In my opinion, if, if I was talking to my son, right, and I was saying, look, you know, he loves the skill. So yeah, but look at Bobby. Bobby gets the foot in. Bobby walks his bollocks off to get the to get where he is. And I just absolutely love him. And the ground seemed to be buzzing today. The song was out from start to finish. It's the best football song, by the way, in years. There's something that the cop wants you to know. It was belted out from start to finish. And Bobby comes on and he gets the seventh. And you could see the reaction of the players. You could see the, you could smell the reaction of the stadium. Like everyone wanted it. Everyone got a clop saying a half at the end and all. And even Tyler said it. Fin- yeah. And that tells you, you know, it's bad if he's saying it. But it was just a, a, the perfect ending, you know, in a seven goal drought. The fact that Bobby comes on and gets one. Look, people can be critical of him. He's, he's not the most prolific. He's He's got a good return. You know what I mean? He's This season. Yeah. But even in his whole Liverpool career, like he's 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 in the top twenty, I think, goal scorer. He's the highest highest scorer in Brazilian in the Premier League, League ever. Yeah, yeah. But he's ahead of I think Kevin Keegan, John Toshak. He's he's yeah. on well over a hundred goals. Yeah, and I'll check it out here for us now. When you think he has of it, the I only watched walk. the outro today from, and I may or may not have shared it here. All his goals, <laughs> and it was over. It was over a hundred. But um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what, Keith? Sadio was Sadio was was tough because yeah he's a brilliant player and everything he done for us and Janie as well to a degree was, was tough but Bobby is Bobby's gonna hurt Bobby yeah. Bobby is definitely gonna hurt um he comes in 
like he's in before Klopp. I think yeah. he's at the club eight or nine years now, and yeah, he comes like, in the summer, doesn't he? Before Klopp comes, yeah, in. yeah, and like the harpy of the team, like you know, like honestly, if you could, if you tell me that you were gonna have a clown at Bobby Firmino and you Lewis Gakpo and Nunes, I'm sorry, boys, as good as the team would be, I'd be yeah. taking the clown at Bobby all day because, like, literally one of the fucking pillars that but that this team was built on uh was was his hard work and his persistence and i know you said there keith about getting the foot in and the skill but he he's he has a boat i think it was kind of thrown in his face a little bit that it's it's goal return may not have been as high as a traditional number nine but without bobby mo and, and sadia aren't, aren't breaking records on, on a regular you know um He's a fucking magnificent footballer. You look back at his best bits, just capable of magic and, and some of the goals he scored and big moments he had. And he never once could you question his, his, his loyalty to the cause or his dedication to the cause. Always fit up until recently. Um, Borsters Bollocks played 10,000 minutes a season without fucking flinching. Like, honestly one or all uh, and a bona fide like Liverpool legend leaving like that word is thrown around way too lightly these days but I genuinely will miss him like yeah. if I'm being picking one as my favourite player of the club era it's probably Bobby because yeah. like just the moments of magic he gave us he, he, he used to go what the fuck like you know what I mean there was it's sad it is sad but I genuinely I do believe it's it's best for both him and the oh, club yeah. to part ways now. And, and what if if the stuff that we're hearing is true, and it may be just PR from, from his side, that he didn't want anyone talking to him or his representatives until he made Klopp aware of the situation. It just goes to show the, the class he has and has, and all you can ever ask for a, a fella who comes in and holds on the Liverpool jersey is representing the club to the best of their abilities. Not everyone is going to be world class. If you boast your bollocks and give your all, you're going to be loved. But if you do what Bobby Bobby did, you're going to be immortalised. And and I believe he will be. And he'll be immortalised through that song because that will be sang on the cup when, when we're no longer physically able to go to games. I think it will carry on the same way. The, the Kenny Dalglish gets belted out around now, around the Anfield, the fields of Anfield Road. I genuinely believe that Bobby is like has cemented himself in the annals of Liverpool Football Club forever. And I really am going to miss him. It's going to be tough. And chances are, I think we're due to be at that last last yeah. uh, game of the season, Keith. And that would be like, it's something that I thought about the other day that I'd actually be honoured if I got to be there for the day. Because yeah. like, it's the house that, Liverpool, that Bobby is the house that Liverpool were built on. This this team, in his image, we played football, and he was fucking unbelievable. Just go back and watch him, and hopefully, I'll be telling my kids about him when they're packing him in FIFA twenty six, and they're asking, yeah. "Bobby, any good there?" Or I'm saying, "Yeah, Bobby was fucking. Bobby was the tits." And I don't think anyone has a bad word to say about him. a phenomenal yeah. servant. I absolutely love him. Get a bit yeah. emotional now. Ah, so I'm getting emotional listening yeah. to you to be honest um, yeah. Red Chili says as a super chat we love him always yeah it's the way I feel Emmett what you thinking 
I don't probably couldn't have put any better than uh, Shawnee. I, I was I was watching like over the last couple of days since the news broke. You go back and you watch the the videos and fuckers always put sad music on it and you're like biting your lip and whatever but you know what really got me today was the video of him playing the piano singing la 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 i'm not sure whether you saw it yeah that got that got me as well i'm getting very emotional in the old age from a misspent youth but um i was gonna say yeah look some of the goals he's got he enabled he facilitated salah and mané salah and mané are excellent players i don't think they have the numbers they have without bobby like some of like some of the the balls he's slipping through, but he's literally putting balls on plates for people. But not only that, some of the goals that he scored himself, like yeah. even today's goal, there's no way De Gea was expecting him to spin and shoot like that. But they thought he's going away from goal, no danger there, and then bang. And um, look, I I've said it before as well. Like you and Keith, you and Shawnee have said, Keith, he's probably my favourite player of the club. Here. He's a Swiss Army player. He's popping up on, on our corners against us, winning headers away. He's probably had more defensive headers than some defenders in the Premier League in the eight years that he's been here. He's just a joy to watch and played with a smile on his face all the time. Yeah. That's what they said about Kenny Daglish. Kenny Daglish yeah. played with a smile on his face. Bobby plays with a smile on his face. And uh, yeah, he's gonna be sad. I named me fucking dog after him for Christ's sake. That dog <laughs> that you hear barking every now and again on his pod. <laughs> no, that Bobby's a bollocks. Let me tell you, he's a bollocks. <laughs> like the, the greatest compliment. Like, did you hear what Suna said today? What did he say? He literally turned around, looked Kelly Cates in the face, and said, "He reminds me of your dad." Oh, well, that's why. That's what that was his words. He said, "He reminds me of your dad." Just. Oh, and like that is literally probably the highest term of a damn you can give to a Liverpool player. Is that if you're comparing someone to Kenny Daglish, he plays, he said he reminds me of your dad, which was kind of like I was kind of going, fuck. Like it's it's he's gonna leave a massive hole in that squad, no doubt about it. But we've seen today a glimpse of the future. Gakbo Nunes, I think we'll be okay, but yeah, not to take away from Bobby. What a what a fucking player, what a servant. Yeah, unbelievable. Jono says his reaction in the tunnel at Burnley in the title season when Mo and Sadio had a bust up was He's just the, the piano, the the coconut water, I think Bertie said earlier on, like just the, the character, you know, that's that's we touched on Manchester United's you know, leadership maybe it's hard to pin the whole team, but Bruno Fernandez's lack of leadership. Liverpool were built on leaders and characters, and Roberto Firmino was certainly one of them. I just think he's He's an absolutely one of the most underrated players in Liverpool and in the Premier League over the last 10 years, I'd say. People, rival fans, not Liverpool fans, will you know, be calling him a transvestite or a crossdresser or things like that. And he just absolutely battered them all. Do you know what I mean? Like, you look back at his goals, he scored against United, he scored against... Celebrations. City. Yeah. You know, he's... This, the, the link up with Mane and Salah when he'd be copying all copying the celebrations and all like it was just it was an unbelievable time and I think he's all touched on it there. He he facilitated a lot of the, the stuff that the other lads done and not to say that it was only because of Bobby that, that Mo got all the goals and Sadio were all they worked so well as a as a tree baller that they all complimented each other. But really is it's it's the end of an era for me for with Bobby because um like I said you just watch him 
and it's all just a smile. You know, the no-look goals he scored. And I know it's a, it's easy to do when you're in training and you have a little look away and you hear he scored about three or four of them, you know what I mean? Like he's he's just that type of player. It was it was flair, it was hard work, it was a bit of steel. And when you say that, Sean, you about, you know, Graham Sunis talking to Kelly Cates and saying you're oh, it was man. literally it doesn't it get any higher than that. It was after the game today, lads. I'm not joking you, it caught me off guard because I was kind of going fuck. Like, yeah, and Sionis, I'd imagine Dalis probably the greatest player Sionis ever played with. Like, yeah. if you were to ask him, you know what I mean? Like, so, um, just I, I'd imagine Bobby's gonna get his own show sometime oh, soon. And if he, yeah. if he doesn't, there'll be I'll shame be, on I'll, yeah, I'd be hijacking Gav on the golf course and giving him a stunner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's that's just the way it's gonna go. Yeah, there's definitely gonna be a Bobby for me in our appreciation show at some point because yeah, I think I I think the feeling among a lot of the fan base is the same, you know what I mean? Like I know some people probably felt that he wasn't putting up the numbers and all that, but I think ultimately he lives with with the the support of the whole fan base. He's done it all, he scored big goals, he scored a goal that won the World Club Cup. I know that's not a big thing, maybe for Liverpool fans are fans in the UK. To him, it would have been a big to him, huge, yeah. yeah. Brazilian Massive teams like Brazil, absolutely yeah. love that, and he's getting in there and he's doing all these, and he's just been, yeah, he's been amazing, and I'm gonna miss him. Do you know what I mean? Um, Kieran B saying there, it's sad that he's gone. Like everyone seems to, to be thinking it, but um, look, it was a perfect. The best game. part, the best part of that goal there that Bertie mentioned, his header against Spurs. Yeah. Was Tim Sherwood doing the commentary saying, I don't think Liverpool have someone that can get their head on the first yeah. ball? Oh, except that one. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, or, yeah. it all feels a bit somber and sad, but I'll leave you with this regarding Bobby. Just think, in maybe 10, 15 years down the line, he might be doing things for a few quid and you'll get to meet him. You get to get your picture taken with him. And I've no doubt in my mind, Bobby's going to be about. 22 stone when he retires and he's gonna <laughs> yeah. he's gonna balloon out yeah. and he's gonna enjoy his life yeah. and he'd be he'd be playing charity matches and his first touch and all will still be fucking ridiculous and you get your time to see him if you weren't lucky enough so take that because he he is or out doubt a Liverpool legend and yeah. I just hope he always feels welcome around the club as well as the rest of them look it's kind of like this season was kind of like the, it was a bit of a rope pull in terms of the evolution of this Liverpool squad. But today was a big green shoe that there's fucking there's this there's case to be positive here because we just hockey damn bastards seven nil. Don't forget yeah. that. Great. Yeah, let's not end on an emotional one. Let's let's remember that we absolutely bleed and upended them showy bags earlier on. Let's not let's not forget that. But um before we go, I just want to say, you know, if you're still watching 630 people, hit the like button if you can. Like I said, it helps us out massively. It doesn't cost nothing, but it does help us get our reach across. The show was brought by bookmakers.com. Gav does his weekly show with them boys. You don't have to be into betting to go over and see what they do. We can get a lot of analysis, a lot of stats, a lot of stories and things like that. That's a world and give them a look and subscribe to their stuff as well be well worth it um we're gonna leave it there um sean you've anything else to add no absolutely buzzing uh brilliant results taking all the content slag all your woke mates tomorrow don't let them away with it remote walking i don't give a bollocks microsoft teams hammer them over nudge them make sure they now send them gifts kansas seven up 
everything. Get it going. Fuck them. Yeah. Let them all know. Put them on notice. That's it. Emmett, anything else before we go? Now I agree with Shani. Give them absolute dogs abuse. Um, I have several Manchester United fans that uh, work on my team and work, and some of them have tried to pull a sicky already, but that's not happening. And just if any, because they know I do this, so any of you happen to be watching this, all of my meetings that I've arranged for tomorrow will be starting at seven minutes past the hour. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. A minute's applause on the seven minute mark. I wouldn't mind. Um, but yeah, look, it's been great. Um, I've been your house, Keith, Emmett, and Shawnee. Liverpool have won 7 0 against Manchester United. What's not to love? Um, we'll be back again soon and we'll see us all again. Take care. Podcast Network.